When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're on the road here at The Graduate in Minneapolis. We made it happen. We grabbed the flight. We got landed. And the great folks here for a third road show in a row here at The Graduate right across from Gopher Stadium. We're gearing up for Nebraska, Minnesota. And happy to have you along with Hale Varsity Radio on the road, powered by your friends at Sauter Heyman and Lazari's. Elijah, you're hunkered down, just all sorts of excitement, energy, uh, enthusiasm, and oh, yes, attendance at Memorial Stadium as things are underway in about a half hour with part one of Volleyball Day in Nebraska. Nebraska, of course, takes to the Nets at seven. Uh, and then in uh, just a few short hours, a little less than, a little more than 24 hours, it'll be uh, game one. Uh, for the Matt Rule area era, the numbers to get in can join us today here on Hale Varsity Radio at 489-1240-489-1240 and uh, can also dial it up uh, 800-825-5865. can email the show chris at halevarsity.com. To my left, some Husker fans. There's a, a few more Husker fans kind of over by the fire pit. It's gorgeous here in Minneapolis and uh, the uh, dude who picked me up <laughs> from the airport, uh, just an, an awesome guy. Um, let me just tell you this. He, he's uh, all about fantasy football. Uh, uh, Matthew, we talked fantasy rosters. We talked his draft. And he took me through the Mississippi River um, neighborhood. Like there's there's all these houses that look like they're straight out of Regency or Sheridan Boulevard. If you're from Lincoln Regency, if you're in Omaha, pick your country club regions uh, or Ferris Bueller. And uh, it was just a nice scenic drive able to decompress. I'm within arm's reach of uh, of a bar here, Elijah. I mean, it's going to work out all right as Nebraska and Minnesota get going here in uh, just short order. Uh, coming up on the show, we'll spend time with Mike Babcock from Hale Varsity. Babber's going to join us, talk about uh, the impact of today with Nebraska volleyball and the statewide and nationwide celebration. Uh, we'll get into the football game for sure with Babbers in hour two. Former Gopher head coach Glenn Mason going to join us. Uh, coach Mason did some great work uh, at Minnesota in the Big Ten for a lot of years. Uh, we'll check in with Evan Bland as he's been covering uh, Nebraska Volleyball Day. And then a jock doc. And we'll get ready and 
do it all again tomorrow. Elijah, are you able to breathe a little easier? We've been in constant contact. The, the flight landed early. It was really cool. Got a chance to, to sit next to Lance Brown, former Husker wideout. Uh, his son's on the team, and they're, they're excited that, uh, that uh, his son, Elliot, made the, the travel roster. And uh, there's a lot of hope, a lot of hope for Nebraska here uh, in about 24 hours. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of hope about what Volleyball Day in Nebraska can be here tonight in Lincoln, Schmitty. I'm not sure if you saw any of the coverage of that awesome pep rally they held at the Coliseum, uh, but just some really, really cool moments out there. And, and I think you can already see here in the city of Lincoln what, what Volleyball Day means to the people that have supported this program for a short period of time, a long period of time, uh, new, young, old, doesn't matter who you are. This day is truly meaning a lot to a lot of people as uh, we got the, as you said, the first match kicking off here just shortly. There's already some fans into the stadium, a crowd of 90,000 expected on hand tonight. That's the moon Lincoln. And what a week it is just for generally speaking activities within the state of Nebraska and specifically within Lincoln. When you have the air show over the weekend, you have the black mm-hmm. Keith concert on Sunday night. You have the Luke Bryan or sorry, Zach Bryan concert last night at Pinnacle Bank Arena. And then you have volleyball day and then you have Nebraska, Minnesota tomorrow night. Like hats off to you city of Lincoln for however the hell you put this together. What a week. Like in terms of my lifetime, I'm trying to think of a week that had more excitement going down. And I know the game tomorrow is not in Lincoln. It's in Minneapolis. That would have been uh, just a cherry on top to everything. If the game was in Lincoln, but with all the hustle and bustle and excitement in Lincoln, it's just a really, really good week to be from Lincoln, Nebraska. Huh? Absolutely. It's a proud moment to be a a Nebraska fan. There's quite a few Nebraska fans here milling around as uh, they are in early getting ready for this uh, historic matchup. Historic because it is game one of the Matt Rule era. And, you know, you, you bump into folks, you talk to them about tomorrow night's game and you're just... You want it to be different. I think there's some reality attached to it, Elijah, that it is year one, it is game one, and we just don't know what to expect other than better, better discipline, better tackling, better ball control, better ball security, better run game. I mean, go down the the dot, 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 better uh, part of this discussion and, uh, yeah, is better going to be good enough to beat Minnesota? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. And you get into the, the discussion point of system uh, that Minnesota's had. It's not new. It's not different. They've just got some new faces to, to plug in that have been in the, in the program. You've got a, a secondary coach that coached under Tony White. Shout out Vic in Denver for that nugget. And that's been floating around for about a week. Uh, so there's some familiarity with what, Coach White may want to do defensively to Minnesota, but it's going to come down to uh, really just being able to, to, to stop the run if you're Nebraska and get some semblance of a run game. Uh, a couple of things I'm concerned about as we get closer here is just what type of production are you going to get out of Nebraska's wide receiving core? Uh, that's not a knock on the, the, the kids that are out there trying to catch passes, but how much dependency do you want on the road game one for Nebraska's passing attack? You, you want to use that uh, at, at your whim, not because it's third and nine. And uh, I'm anxious to see uh, what, what Jeff Sims can do, Elijah, at quarterback for Nebraska and see what uh, 
he can bring to the table because it's going to be one of those tight ball games we, I think we think tomorrow night because, well, hey, it's uh, Vegas is telling us that first and foremost, low scoring, uh, low totals, um, spread is six and a half, seven, depending where you look. It's going to be one of those classic Minnesota type ball games. Those are the games that PJ Fleck wins, and those are the games PJ Fleck wins when he's at home, and those are the games they have won against Nebraska in the uh, the, well, the last five seasons. BTN showed Nebraska's last win and only win against Minnesota uh, in the Fleck era just a couple of nights ago, and it was the the first year of the Frost era, that 2018. It was Frost's first win in his career where Nebraska had a big lead. They let Minnesota hang around. Minnesota never gave up and turned into a bit of a shootout, and then Nebraska kind of put the, the hammer down at the end. Uh, I don't know that that's going to be a, a recipe tomorrow night offensively for either team, but it's going to come down to a couple of big plays. And one thing that's always screwed Nebraska in their openers has been special teams the last few years. Think about that. Uh, you, you go back to Illinois, you have the safety, and, and then you have the fake punt that was quite embarrassing. Uh, Babbers is waving at me, so Mike Babcock's in the green room. Secondly, uh, you go back to last year with the, the onside kick that absolutely poured gasoline on your momentum. And and now, can special teams just get out of the way, in a good way, in this opener tomorrow night? I think that's going to have to be part of this recipe for a win tomorrow night for Nebraska is they're going to need good defense, cl- clearly good defense, just enough offense with the kicking game, probably, and in a, in a stingy, defensively hard-fought ball game. And thirdly, you're going to need uh, some positive field position with the return game. And that's one thing Matt Rule focused on yesterday when he talked was, you know, kickoff or, or, or punt return, uh, quote, we're going to return kicks. That's the word from, from Matt Rule. So that's got to show up tomorrow just across the street. Yeah, whenever I, I think back in the totality of what we've heard this fall camp, if Matt rules to be believed, and he's correct with some of the things we've said, uh, that you know the offensive line is going to be improved this season. They're going to be better at running the football. Jeff Sims and his legs is going to be an advantageous addition to the rushing attack. The defense is fast and flying around, and I think we can read between the lines with how many single digits got awarded to the defense and assume that that's the unit that's going to be leading this team tomorrow. If all those things are true, does it come down to that that battle of quarterbacks of Jeff Sims versus Kaliak Manis? That's that's a place that my mind has gone today and that, you know what, I think there is a lot of confidence with Gabe Irvin in that rushing attack with the offensive line. And also, I should add what Jeff Sims brings to that in, tra- uh, in addition to, to just the straight up rushing, running back rushing, I should say. The, the, the threat that Sims poses, even if he's not running the ball all that much, the threat that he poses. Jeff Sims, we've talked a lot about his, his career at Georgia Tech slightly over 50% completion percentage and a lot of interceptions to go with some some wild plays on film. Can he take that next step? Because that's where my mind has gone today in terms of, you know what, if this defense leads the way and is able to, to slow down the, the Minnesota attack, which also, now that I've listened to Joel Klatt in his preview, maybe some question marks with what their offense is going to look like in my own mind with, with the amount of turnover that they've had there. Does it really come down to, to who is 
better able to lead their offense in a, in a new look offense. Because I do think that Minnesota offense, now that they, they don't have Mo Ibrahim and now that they've lost some of those offensive linemen, it's probably going to look a little different. In Nebraska's offense, we know it's going to look a lot different from what we've heard from Satterfield and Rule and, and what they're going to be emphasizing early in the season. Is tomorrow's night's game just a question of which quarterback is, is better equipped to lead their offense this early in the season? It might come down to that because how many times in a close ball game, whenever it's a, a three-point game at the end, do you have to put some pressure on your quarterback in that final drive and say, go make a play for us? I, I, I'm, just, I'm just sitting it, here It, it wonder, is always wondering. about the quarterbacks, right? The management, the playmaking, yeah. the decision-making. And I'll tell you what, I mean, are you wrong to expect, even if it's just game one on the road, are you wrong to expect Jeff Sims to be that difference maker? I, I don't think it's a, a, an unfair expectation. I think if you're a Minnesota fan and you're asking Callie McManus to, to go out and win the ball game for you, good luck and God bless because you've had an offensive line last year that, that sent three guys to the league. You had a running game in Mo Ibrahim that was incredible. And you had a receiving core, and you still have a, a you know an NFL tight end and a really good receiving core, but you're not going to ask Ethan to, to to beat anybody throwing the football. It's the RPO, do some things with his feet that, that can hurt you. Nebraska knows that from watching film. I think the best game that that Kelly McManus had was against Nebraska last year, where he sparked him to his credit. It was the best game of his season last year. I think you could make a good yeah. argument for the, the Wisconsin game as well at the end of the year uh, where they go, I think it was on the road, uh, and go beat a, a Wisconsin team that, to be fair, was sputtering a little bit towards the end of last year. But he did pretty well against that defense, uh, over 300 yards passing, 65% completion percentage. But you're, you're right, Schmitty, with what you're saying about Mo Ibrahim and the rushing attack. That was a, a big aid to Cali McManus last year. And that's the big question mark surrounding him is, is this year's offense going to free him up to be to do more of what he likes considering the the receiving threats that they have the the tight end that they have there in uh in span ford i believe is his name uh, is that going to open up his game or is that going to limit his game not having uh, not having a guy behind him such as such as mo ibrahim is there you know there's the two sides to that you don't have the support of a rushing attack a but b if you're a quarterback that likes the ball in his hands does that free you up if you get more than say 20 opportunities in a game to throw the football. You're not going to want to live and and be in that neighborhood of asking either of these quarterbacks to win it throwing the football. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to make some throws. They're going to have to take care of the football. They're going to have to hit some big plays, assuming the the receiving core for Nebraska's offense can, can, can get open and there's some people to throw it to. They're pretty thin there. Uh, Washington will be back, uh, but but is, is he ready to rock and roll? Of course, you got you got Champ uh, that is so hard to, to cover. Just not the biggest guy in the world, and you know how physical Minnesota's defense is. So, no, I mean you're gonna. I, I like I like my chances when it comes down to uh, if I'm picking a quarterback, give me Sims, and give me Sims making a play on on that third and. Uh oh, moment, but don't don't make it a two minute drill type situation. Don't make it a throw to win because you're behind. Uh, be able to manage it offensively if you're Nebraska. Keep the run game uh, stout. Keep the run game available, 
and, and keep it positive. Find find a way to have some success because you don't want it to to turn into a situation where it's 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 Adrian Martinez 2.0 again because you have no running back run game. We'll get into this with Mike Babcock. We'll also celebrate Volleyball Day in Nebraska. Uh, excited to uh, just see what the turnout is tonight at Memorial Stadium. All sorts of cameras are out and all sorts of coverage happening with Hale Varsity and your friends at Herd at Sports. So be sure to check all of that coverage out. Uh, made it to Minneapolis. Painless flight from Omaha to Minneapolis. Talk some fantasy football on the way over. I've got some sleepers now for Sunday's draft. Thanks to my uh, Lyft driver, Matthew. God love you. Got me here early. Uh, I was all sorts of stressed, and now I can take a breath. Elijah's like, I've burnt through two cartons already, uh, waiting for you to get hooked up. Mike Babcock is with us at Hale Varsity on the road here at the Graduate in Minneapolis.